Hello and welcome to the first Buckeye Big Recon pregame live. O-H-I-O. -O. It is finally here. Big Ten football is back. And this week, the Buckeyes welcome Nebraska into the horseshoe to open the 2020 abbreviated Big Ten season. We're going to get into the season after this, but I just want to give a quick recap of the 2019 Buckeyes who fell one game short of playing for a national championship and, in my opinion, got screwed out of playing for that national championship. 2019 opened with a lot of uncertainty as Ryan Day became the head coach after Urban Meyer was forced to retire for medical reasons. And then something happened. Ryan Day unleashed Justin Fields and J.K. Dobbins on the Big Ten and college football as a whole and ran the table. Winning the third consecutive Big Ten championship for Ohio State by beating Wisconsin for the second time in the year. They go to the Fiesta Bowl to play against Clemson. A little bit of a revenge game from the last time the Bucks were in the playoff when they got smoked by uh, Clemson, who went on to win the national title that year. Well, didn't turn out the way we wanted to after a couple of blown calls, one missed call, and not converting in the red zone as often as we got in there. And Ohio State fell to go to 13-1 and finish their season as one of the greatest ones in this school's history. Yes, we've won eight national championships, and yes, we didn't win it last year. But to watch two different Ohio State players go to the stage in the Heisman Trophy voting and to the, uh, to the um, Heisman Trophy announcement and, uh, and ceremony, that was huge. That was absolutely huge. The second year in a row, a Buckeye got to the finals, and this time it was two with Chase Young and Justin Fields. So here we are in the abbreviated 2020, the eight-game sprint to get to that ninth game on December the 19th, which is the Big Ten Championship game. So we open against Nebraska. I want to give a little bit of preview of this year's season, then I'll jump into what I think is going to happen today. It's going to be about as long as our normal um, Browns pregame lives. Not going to be too long because i got some stuff to do and I need to be in front of my television right at noon as the curtain goes up on this season. Gus Johnson and Joel Clatt on the call today from the Horseshoe. And um, Big Noon Kickoff is at the Horseshoe because game day felt the need to go to Minnesota and see that team up north get their rear ends handed to them by the Golden Gophers and P.J. Fleck and rowing the boat. So, the big news this year for Ohio State is that they have the, in my opinion... The odds-on favorite to win the Heisman Trophy now that they're playing, player under center, and that is Justin Fields. But before Justin Fields, it starts at the top, and that is Ryan Day, who when he came here turned Dwayne Haskins into a first-round pick. He then remade this Ohio State offense. They are a run-first, run-heavy, but their passing attack is something that is not only very, very high on the accuracy percentage, but it's dynamic because they got guys who can stretch the field. They got tight ends who can run the seam route. They got running backs who can catch the ball out of the backfield. And they have the odds on favorite to win the Heisman Trophy in Justin Fields. So let's start with the quarterback who was very vocal in getting this season going, as were a lot of the parents. Shout out to Sir Yacht on Twitter. He was pretty big in getting this done too and bringing Big Ten football back. Got to give him his props. He said it was going to happen. And it happened. Fields is a dual-threat quarterback in the mold of Ohio State greats as Braxton Miller and JT Barrett. But what Fields has that those two guys, I feel, didn't 
is a better awareness of the quarterback position, and that might be because of who is his uh, head coach in Ryan Day. Day was a quarterback's coach in the pros under Chip Kelly in both Philadelphia and San Francisco. And then he came back to Ohio State to become the offensive coordinator under Urban Meyer and then became Meyer's hand-picked successor when Meyer was forced to retire because of his health issues. Fields now has a backfield. Last year he had one with Master Teague and J.K. Dobbins, who was lighting it up for the Baltimore Ravens. Now he has Teague and a graduate transfer, Trey Sermon, from Oklahoma to run behind him this year. On the line, he returns his offensive line that was absolutely and most likely the best offensive line in the country last year. You very rarely saw him hit. They ran the football with aggression, and they had ran for big yards. You saw them pass protect very well, and they're all back. They are all back. I know on Sundays I preach winning the line of scrimmage. I don't think the Buckeyes will have a problem with winning the line of scrimmage starting today against Scott Frost and the Nebraska Cornhuskers. A little history on that. They gave them a beat down last year in Nebraska. It was 49-0 before anybody looked. I mean, they just totally dismantled Nebraska last year. So Teague, who was a bit of the bowling ball with some speed, the power back to J.K. Dobbins' breakaway speed last year, returns. Is back from an Achilles injury, and the extra layoff has him ready to go for today. Trey Sermon was a dynamic back in that Lincoln-Riley offense that showed us two consecutive Heisman Trophy winners and a third finalist in Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, and Jalen Hurts. But I think the key to this team is not just going to be up front and in the backfield. It's going to be on the outside. Where Chris Olave, who had his national coming out party against that team up north in the 62-39 drubbing we put on them in 2018, with multiple touchdown catches, the block punt, he was phenomenal last year, and he's just going to get better. Add to that true sophomore Garrett Wilson, who no one saw coming out of left field the way he did last year. Huge game against Michigan. I said it. I'm sorry. Huge game against that team up north. Great play in the Big Ten Championship game, and he was outstanding against Clemson in the college football playoff. Sorry about the pause. It's warm in here, and I am amped up. I cannot wait. As much as I like listening or watching the Browns on Sundays, this is my day. Buckeye football is my thing. I... Ride and die, and every Saturday is a scarlet and gray Saturday. All year long. To go with the outside presence of a great, mostly young wide receiver core is the dynamic tight end combination of Luke Farrell and Jeremy Rucker. Rucker from down the road here in uh, Linden, New, New York. Farrell, from a bo an Ohio boy who is a senior this year. Rucker made the catch in the Big Ten Championship game that... Gus Johnson and Joel Klatt lost their minds. Farrell has been great not only in the passing game, but also as a lead blocker in the run game. When Ohio State likes to run their trap runs, you see their tight end pull across and make the trap block. Farrell is so good at that. He is so good at that. And maybe one of the best blocking tight ends you'll see. I think he'll do well at the next level. Being a senior, graduating this year, maybe he comes back as a graduate and plays again next year. Who knows? But as I say every Sunday, this game will be won and lost with Ohio State's dominance of the line of scrimmage. The offensive line, again, is returning every starter. No underclassmen came out. 
Wyatt Davis opted back in after saying he was going to sit out. Paris Johnson Jr. is back. This is a loaded offensive line that is going to give Justin Fields a ton of time and a ton of room to make plays with both his feet and his arm. I'm getting excited. This is going to be so much fun this year. It's a short season, and they are just going to start whacking people right off the top, I think. Nebraska is about a year or two away. But this will be a tough game because Nebraska's offense has gotten a year older. And for the first time since 2015, there is not someone named Bosa or Young on the Ohio State defensive line. So let's flip the script. Let's go to the defensive side of the ball. Sean Wade is maybe the best cover corner in the country following Jeffrey Okuda and Denzel Ward and Eli Apple and all those boys who went in the first round. I don't care what LSU says and no disrespect to Jarvis and Odell. Ohio State is now DBU. Jeff Okuda is a beast. Denzel Ward has played phenomenally in his three years in the NFL. Sean Wade is going to be just as good. A great cover corner who's not afraid to hit somebody. Ask Trevor Lawrence. And by the way, that wasn't targeting. Sunshine ducked into that one. That was a clean tackle. Cameron Brown in the back end to go with seven banks. This is a defensive backfield that is young in, as far as playing time, but very, very fast and very, very talented. I really think they're not going to skip a beat from one year to the next, especially in a short season and especially just playing in the conference. The linebacking core is anchored by Tuff Borland and Pete Werner. Those guys are all over the ball. They are ball hawk linebackers who are not as fast as a lot of guys they have on the rest of the defense. This could be the Achilles heel of the Buckeye defense if the linebackers have to play in coverage and in the second level. Tuff Borland will fight you, and he will run hard, and he will do everything he needs to do, but he's athletically he's not there as some of the offensive weapons they're going to see this year. But you can't ask for a guy with a better name and a better work ethic than Tuff Borland. He was exposed two years ago a bunch when they had issues on defense. But last year they tightened it up. He played really well, especially in the running game. He was up at the line, stopping the run, and they were letting guys like Werner, who got a little bit more speed, and, and Barrett Browning were doing some of the covering and some of the tackling. Which gets me to Browning, who I think is going to be the guy. This will be the pass rusher Ohio State needs to keep that defense at the top of its game. Along with Jonathan Cooper, who will wear the number zero and the block O as a senior from Ohio. This is a big deal for Jonathan Cooper. He's going to be big off the end. He played good when people were starting to double and triple team Chase Young last year. Let's see if he gets some of those one-on-one -on -one matchups to start the year. This is a loaded team. This is an absolutely loaded team. Ryan Day has brought in the best recruiting class the last two years, and moving forward, he's getting even better. Because behind Justin Fields, C.J. Stroud is a quarterback that people are going to want to watch. They have a young wide receiver core that came in, a lot of freshmen who can step up and play right now. They returned Demario McCall, who not only is a good running back option, but he is also a very good punt returner and kick returner. 
I'm a little excited, guys. I really am. This is going to be some season with this team. I can just feel it. Culminating in that bitter feud on December the 12th, my son Zachary's 17th birthday, against that team up north in the horseshoe. I think we get Harbaugh to Owen whatever against our boys, and I think we go to nine in a row. So this year's schedule, let's dive into it. As I said, Big Ten only. Uh, one team from the other division. So let's get into the schedule. We open again this week. Oh, obviously more than one because we got this week. It's Nebraska. Uh, at home next week in State College against Penn State. I will come to you on Friday night, not Saturday, as there's some stuff going on. I have to work. Uh, Halloween night in State College. Then home for Rutgers. At Maryland, home for Indiana, in Illinois against in in Champaign against Illinois, and then the last two, in East Lansing for Michigan State, and home for the biggest game of the year, as it is every year, the season ender against that team up north, and Khaki Pants himself. But the cool thing about the Big Ten this year is that they're actually adding that ninth week this way. The two teams that win the divisions will play on December the 19th for the Big Ten Championship in Indianapolis. Here's a cool thing. The second place finisher from each league is going to play each other that week as well, and so is a third place finisher. To give teams that ninth game that really deserve it, that just can't quite get there. If I had to guess right now, and I'm going to make my prediction right now. First of all, let's start with today. The Buckeyes today are obviously a favorite against Nebraska. The Buckeyes are giving Nebraska 26 points and an over-under of 68. I like the Buckeyes to cover. I think they win big. I don't think Nebraska's defense is ready yet. I think Scott Frost is maybe a year away from really contending for that Big Ten West. I like Ohio State today, and I like them big, covering the spread at 26 points. Let's say... 49-21 Ohio State in Ohio Stadium running away with it. So let's get into the rest of the year. This Buckeye team, I believe, is going to run the table. Eight in a row to get to that Big Ten title game in Indianapolis on the 19th of December. They will probably play Wisconsin, who last night was very impressive in a 45-7 win over Illinois. Uh, true freshman quarterback. Captain Jack isn't the guy anymore. Uh, Mertz, either Mertz or Hertz is his last name. I should have looked that up before I did this if I was going to bring up Wisconsin. But Wisconsin's missing Jonathan Taylor. That is going to be a big loss for them. They also lost Quintess Cephas, their only deep threat. So let's see what Wisconsin brings to the table if we see them for the fourth time in Indianapolis. I am so excited for today, it's not even funny. I have been looking forward to this since the minute the... Fiesta Bowl last year ended. I have been looking forward to this since the Big Ten said they were going to come back, and I have been pumped to get to today. I have circled it on the calendar the minute they announced that they were coming back today, and then I circled December 12th on the calendar. Circled every year anyway, but this is a big one. I circled it because that's the, that's the game. That's the game of the year. That is the one that everyone looks forward to. That is the one that, by the way, that episode... Buckeye pregame will be off the chain. 
because we are going to dive. And we're going to talk about the rivalry, and we're going to talk about this year, and we're going to talk about years past, and we're going to talk about what that game means to the legacy of not only Khaki Pants, but also Ryan Day. He's following a tough act. Urban Meyer was 7-0 against that team up north with that emphatic 62-39 win to end his tenure at Ohio State. On a winning note, he won a Big Ten championship, then he won the Rose Bowl. So, tune in tomorrow morning for uh, Big Reek and Browns pregame live as we preview oh, uh, Cle I'm saying Ohio State because I'm so pumped sorry as we preview the Browns playing the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati tomorrow uh, I am going to get working on the Michael Jordan LeBron episode it's going to come out in the next few weeks please give me some time there's a bunch of stuff going on and look next Friday night as I dive into Ohio State Penn State and what was supposed to be the whiteout but now there's no fans in the stands um, this is going to be a different year because of COVID this is going to be a year where you're going to see teams tested because they don't have their home crowd in their back and on their back, and you're going to see teams that feel a lot more comfortable in enemy stadiums because they don't have a crowd there. But it's going to be a lot of fun, as Big Ten football already is. For anyone who watches this or listens, and you watch Ohio State play today, look in the stands. Big Recon's there. Cardboard cutout of me is going to be somewhere in the horseshoe all season and they mail it to me at the end of the year if you tuned into the World Series episode you saw me bring my Mets cardboard cutout over and show Alex who was shocked that I had done that as always Big Regan can be found as a proud member of the Timeskew Podcast Network at timeskew.com on Google Google Podcast, Anchor, Breaker Spotify, Radio Public at Big Regan on Sport on Twitter obviously here on the Big Regan on Sports YouTube channel and the Big Recon on Sports Facebook page. Instagram will have the link to the audio of this up later on today. We'll be singing Carmen, Ohio by 3.30, guys. First win of the year. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a great rest of your Saturday. Enjoy the Big Ten. Go Bucks. O-H.